0: Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Silver Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 436th episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. The Lions have just lost. Uh, yes. So we are, I don't know. We are going to be witnessing a Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl. Uh, but that's sort of the end of the weekend. Rezo, how did your weekend go overall?
0: Yeah, my, my, uh, my weekend was, was really nice, man. Um, so my brother who lives in Indianapolis, Mo, he and his wife and daughter, they came to visit. Uh, their daughter is three. She's actually a year and like a one week younger than Gordon. Uh, okay. and uh yeah i mean they had her in the midst of the pandemic we haven't had a ton of opportunity to spend time together you know like not a significant amount of time usually like a day here and there over the last few years um where gordon's been able to interact with with uh with my niece but um yeah it was nice they came they came they drove up uh they got here at around like six thirty on friday night and um Fairly, like, chill-ish evening. Now, when I picked up Gordon from school, it was, he was kind of lethargic, which is very weird for him. Like, you know, he, he's usually just ah, super energetic all the time. Anytime, anytime he's not, like, super excited to see me screaming <laughs> – not screaming, but, like, speaking very <laughs> loudly. Because, you know, like, when kids are super excited, they tend to speak very loudly. They can't control their volume very well. And so okay. that is Gordon. He's just always excited. And um, – when I picked him up, he was just kind of down. He said his mouth hurt. Uh, we had drum lessons. I took him to drum lessons and he just like, didn't really want to be there the whole time. He keeps like getting up from the drums and walks over to me. Uh, we finally get home and he just wants to like lay in bed. So because, uh, of the visit, we, um, we put Gordon's bed in, in our bedroom so that we let my niece, uh, Zuri stay in Gordon's room. And then my brother and his wife, they stayed in the guest room. And, uh, and Gordon, because, you know, again, his bed was in our bedroom. We were, we, we posted him up in there, gave him like this little, um, pedialite popsicle thing and just kind of like let him chill for a little bit. And when my brother and, and the family arrived, um, Gordon was aware that they were there, but he kind of didn't really want to come out. Um, he hadn't eaten dinner. Like none of us had eaten dinner at this point. Lena had made some dinner that night. And, um, and so, um, uh, it was like a shrimp pasta, uh, Alfredo type of dish. Yeah. And uh, um, so tried to get him to come down. He didn't really want to do it. Eventually, he opened, he opened up and came down. And we all ate. Um, <laughs> we set up like the, a kid's table for the, for the kids. Uh, and and they kind of ate-ish. Um, Gordon was still complaining a little bit about his mouth. Um, anyway, they, we uh, everyone kind of like wound down fairly early that night. Uh, you know, not not quite not quite our old ways uh, of like staying up till two in the morning when we used to get together, which, um, you know, would have been fun, but at the same time, fairly irresponsible since we both have kids who like to wake up fairly early. <laughs> and so actually the instant that I got upstairs, so like everyone, you know, Lena, she went upstairs um, and I started doing the dishes and it's like 10, 10.30 at this point. I do the dishes, I head upstairs, it's like 11 o'clock and I try to go to the bathroom to, you know, brush my teeth and, and get ready for bed. And, like, the instant that I, like, stepped into the bathroom, Gordon just, like, popped up and started crying. Um, actually, my niece, Uh-oh. Zuri, she started crying before when I was downstairs still. And so, uh, and like, which made sense. Unfamiliar place. She wakes up. She's like, wait, where the hell am I? Um, and so Gordon wakes up and he starts crying. And he, like, wouldn't stop. Like, you know, I thought, oh, because we're in the room with him. He's not going to cry like he'll cry. He'll realize we're there and he'll be like, oh, cool. Never mind. Nothing, nothing to see here and go back to sleep because a lot of times uh, as he's been waking up over this last like year, he wakes up, he walks over to my side of the bed, he pats me on my head or wherever he can spot me to wake me up and he goes, "Uh, daddy, I'm scared. And then I take him back to his bed. Sometimes he lets me leave. Sometimes I have to stay there with him. Uh, but he'll go back to sleep and during this entire period, he will not cry. He'll wake up from whatever dream he's having. I honestly think a lot of times he's waking up. it's because he has to pee, but he doesn't want to be potty trained potty trained at night. So uh, he just pees in his diaper, then he walks over to me and then uh and then takes me back to his room. and but like, I don't think it's really you change that diaper right there no they're nighttime diapers so they're they're like absorbent enough they have enough material that they can sustain the pee for the full night however there is a bit of a caveat that the diapers that we're using i mean cuz he's older so it's not perfect like if he if he pees a lot in that diaper it will eventually leak and we do have leaks occasionally so um, yeah it's certainly not perfect and we like lane is like she can't stand by them my my niece uh, aya my other niece I want to say before she was three, she decided she didn't want – she she wanted to be fully potty trained. So she was like, yeah, I don't want – basically, I don't want to sleep in a diaper anymore. So she would wake up and she would call to her parents through the baby monitor. One of them would come and take her to the bathroom because she was too small to do that by herself. And then they would take her back to her bed. And She wasn't three yet. Uh, Zuri made this decision. I think they said just like a few – was it a few weeks ago, a couple months ago? Uh, so she's fully potty trained at night and we've, we tried to do it with Gordon and, and from the guidance that we got from the doctors is that boys in general are much harder than girls when it comes to potty training boys, just like, uh, uh. so our doctor, she like, cause at the time when we, we took Gordon to his four-year-old um his four-year-old appointment uh, like checkup, uh, you know, got a few shots and, and, you know, just a ra- random checkup, asked some questions. And we asked like, you know, or we would said, like, she, I think they asked how he's sleeping. And we said, oh, you know, he's sleeping pretty well. We've been waking him up a few times at night, like, you know, every few hours to get him to go to the bathroom um, because, you know, trying to get him a nighttime potty train. She goes, oh, she, she wouldn't worry about that until, you know, unless he was, like, seven or older. Like, I was like, wait, seven? Oh. Seven? <laughs> like.
1: That scene, I don't, I don't, I don't know.
0: There are children who are apparently wearing diapers at seven years old to bed. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> that sounds expensive. Yeah, and like and that's the thing because the boxes don't get smaller, but the material, the amount of material per diaper goes up because their bodies get bigger. So you might be spending sure. the same amount, like each, like the the, the newborn diaper box is, is basically the same as the four year old diaper box. However, in the newborn, you might get like I don't know, I, I'm making up a number forty ish, and now we're getting like twenty eight. <laughs> so there's oh, a pretty, pretty substantial okay. drop in the, in diaper count that you get uh despite the fact that you're paying the same price anyway um so that was my that was always my theory but the doctor was like you know don't do that basically because i was i would wake up i would wake him up at 10 and pm i would carry him to to the bathroom at 10 pm uh he would sit down in the toilet and pee and i would take him back to the bed and he would go right back to sleep and then about another f- 3ish hours later he would some he would usually wake up on his own and go pee but that wasn't perfect i say usually it was 50% about 50% of the time he would wake up and go pee on, on his own and then at, at, again at 4 4 a.m. he would do it and again roughly 50% chance that he decides to actually go pee on his own so we were we were going through a lot of these like uh bed mats like these mats for the bed that are waterproof um but they're not like it's not like the plastic it's not like a plastic lining on the bed it was uh. It's designed to protect all the sheets. And so he's supposed to lay directly on it. And then he, if he has an accident, he only has to change his clothes. And you just swap out that mat. Um, but that mat isn't big. And so there were many times, especially – like Gordon, he's, a, he's he moves a lot, especially when he's trying to fall asleep. And so there were times where he would pee off of the mat onto the sheets. And then now it's like 3 in the morning and you're very, like, tiredly changing all the sheets on this twin-size bed. It's like it's, it's a lot. So – Eventually gave up on that, on that and put him back into the, the, uh, the nighttime diapers. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I go into this bathroom at like 11 p.m. And uh, as soon as I walk in, Gordon pops up and he starts crying. And I was thinking, okay, you know, we'll get him to settle down pretty quickly. But he wouldn't stop crying. He's crying very loudly. And he's complaining, saying his mouth hurts. Um, and I'm trying to understand, like, where is it hurting in your mouth? Like, dude, you've had all your teeth for years. I don't like you you're not losing your teeth yet and he's pointing and saying that you know his molars and it's like you you shouldn't be losing those like you he's pointing to his rear molars I'm like D- you're not getting your wisdom teeth first of all you ain't 17 um and, <laughs> and, and oh and you're, boy and you're not losing your second set of molars because you're not like 12 and I you know I'm I give these numbers because I look this up later <laughs> but but sure. uh, but like those are the ages where those teeth should be falling out. Like it's really like, you know, center to the outside, I think is how it works. Um. So anyway, he's complaining about it. I we give him some children's Tylenol to try to suppress the, whatever pain he's feeling, and I'm like holding him like he's a like he's an infant. The way I held him when he was an infant I, on my you know in my arms against my shoulders, and I'm doing this like little patented Rezu walk as I like as I move through the room like it's like a little double bounce on each knee as you place your legs. It's it's a, it's a little weird, but it works really well when he was a baby, um, and it seemed, it seemed to settle him enough. Um, but it seems like the pain was coming more when he was laying down than when he was sitting when he was uh, in an upright position, which indicates a potential for like an ear infection.
1: Oh, um, uh, Okay
0: so but like hard to know um so eventually he falls asleep but i slipped i slept in the bed with him like so you know he's it's we again we just pulled his twin mattress into our bedroom at the foot of our bed and i just slept in there with him until like 3 a.m when i got up and i just jumped back into my bed and then he he i want to say he woke up did he wake up again complaining i can't recall um anyway next day so saturday we um you know, Lena made some breakfast. It was really nice. It was really cool, just like spending time, just like talking. We had, we didn't have anything on the agenda. They weren't leaving the house. They weren't going to the city or anything. They were just here to spend time with us, and and it was really great. I like I really enjoyed it. Um, so talked to uh, my sister in law Amy. Talked to Mo. Talked to uh, you know, played with Zuri and the kids. Uh, Lena had bought this like it's like it was like this um archaeology type of kit thing where it was this big block of like clay basically and you soak it in water for a period of time and then the kids get this like wooden hammer and this and a wooden chisel and the idea is they're supposed to like keep chipping at these things and there's like there's treasure um covered up in this clay um the one that Zuri had was almost like a different material or consistency than the one Gordon had. Gordon had this giant dump truck, and that thing was like a rock. <laughs> um, we couldn't we couldn't get into it. Like we we were hammering at it for a while, and uh, eventually we kind of gave up because it was just too much material and it was too hard. So we just like left it in the water. It's actually still there. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out like my proper hammer and chisel and do it outside because it and like we were doing it on the table with like newspaper and everything down. But as you, as you can imagine, you're chipping your, your nail, you're hammering against this giant clay block and, and Gordon's doing too. And like, cl- like these pieces, like the chunks of clay and stuff are like kind of splattering throughout the kitchen, which wasn't uh, ideal. <laughs> yeah. um, so like, I know there's a couple pieces like in the grout. So I gotta, gotta get in there later on and, and scoop some of that out. But, um, yeah, they, they had a lot of fun with that. Um, I, I was working on a on a two thousand piece puzzle, so I do some jigsaw puzzles occasionally. Um, find it kind of relaxing to a degree, a bit addicting too. Like the the feeling I was I was describing it to Mo, like the feeling of the, you know just the click of the pieces connecting together. It's it's addicting. Uh, we used to do puzzles a lot when we were younger. Um, in fact, I think Mo was probably the one who started it. So I was I usually do like these thousand piece puzzles. I'll occasionally buy some. I'll like set up this little party table or something, like a, fold, a, a collapsible or foldable table in the family room uh, for a few days when I work on the puzzles. And then when I finish it, I just take a picture of it and then I just put it back into the box. And so I haven't done one. In like a year, it's been a while since I've done one, and so I bought a two thousand piece puzzle the other day, which I've never done. I've only ever done a thousand piece puzzle, and so I, I had set up. I had done like the border and some of the uh, the interior, and then Mo saw it. And he's like, "Oh, do you mind like you, you mind if I work on some too?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So he started going in on it, and he just got hooked on it. He was sorting pieces left and right. He started like you know putting together <laughs> sections of the puzzle. Um, so we got a fair bit done this weekend, uh, and then. We um, we took the kids to um, to this place called Funflatables. It's like an indoor bounce house. They have like you know you know like the the rentable the rentable um, party bounce houses, like the moon bounce type of things. Uh, it's oh, basically nice. a spot in the mall that people have said that that people like they rent or they've purchased these inflatable houses. They uh, set set them up inside this you know this former store space. <laughs> and, and they just for like what twelve bucks or something like that. Kids can ha- come in and jump around in them all day. And so uh, we we did that. So Gordon and, and Zuri came through and, and did that. Gordon was having a blast with Mo. She was there. He was. He kept wanting to my my brother to chase him. Um, he's just like <laughs> shouting through the entire place, Uncle Mo, Uncle Mo, come chase me. Uh, they have like these uh, little like rubber or like little yeah like little tiny rubber balls, and you um, we just like launching them at each other, uh, which you know, it was kind of crowded, so you generally don't want to be doing that. Because Gordon doesn't have the greatest aim, so he might chuck the ball trying to hit you, and it might like fly out and hit some parent who's sitting at some table uh, on their phone. Like most of the parents that are there, they're just kind of like they come through. It seems like they maybe they uh, they come to it for a day of shopping at the mall and yeah. at the end you know maybe they've promised their kids a little bit of time to to play and the parents just want to get off their feet so they come they sit down and the kids go run run free and they're just on their phones like they're probably completely unaware of what's going on with their children in this place yeah um
1: just a little bit of a uh, like me time
0: yeah um and that was it we, we we went back to the house we chilled uh ended up watching it a, a couple of episodes of this new um prime this amazon prime show with nicole kidman called expats i didn't how I was that on, show Lena loved it. I was, I only like absorbed like 50% of it. I was, I, I won't lie, I was playing uh, Ori in the Blind Force in the Steam Deck. I was working on 100% of the game. I already beat it, but I was just trying to get all the collectibles and stuff. And Mo was working on the puzzle. So only Amy and, and Elena were really watching it um intently. But they really liked it a lot. So I might go back and rewatch the episodes. I'm fully aware of like what was going on throughout of it, but there were pers- like certain relationships or details that I missed. And so I had questions. Um, but yeah, they're really looking forward to it uh to the to, they're looking looking forward to the next episodes. It they've only released the first two episodes. I think it's going to be a weekly thing and it's a mini series. Um I'm not sure how many episodes if it's like 8, 10, 12, but I would assume somewhere between 8 and 10 based off of just Amazon's history. Um And then uh what after that I went to bed, did some more dishes, Gordon had a terrible night of sleep that night. Um, lots of waking up and crying and was not settling whatsoever. Lena spent most of that night in bed with him. And it did not go very well at all. Um, so today uh, they we, we woke up. Uh, Lane made breakfast. They headed out. Um, we did a few things, Gordon, Lane and I outside. Um, and then Gordon was still complaining about his mouth. So I, I called his doctor um, tonight, and I'm hoping that they give me a call in the morning. Hopefully they can get him in to see him in the morning i'm, I'm wondering if it's something related to his because he changed it. it's no longer it's no longer his teeth it's his throat that's hurting um so i'm wondering oh. if it's like some type of infection if it's like strep or some viral infection or whatever in his throat so okay. we'll see um hoping for the best he yeah like it's it's weird he like i don't know if you remember there was a time when he was complaining about his stomach and there were times yeah lane like was getting really he went frustrated. to the hospital yeah, we went to the hospital and had to spend $2,000 out of pocket for that damn thing. Um. <laughs> uh, you're,
1: not, you're not salty
0: about that at all. <laughs> it was actually $2,500. They, they they charged $500 when we left the hospital. I feel like time you tell the story is going to be like, no, in a this, year, it's going to be like, I spent $5,000 on
1: the hospital. Yeah, I spent $20,000 on the $20,000 for
0: fucking emergency room, for emergency room yeah. visit. And it took, all they did was one ultrasound. Um <laughs> But so um, we were eating dinner and I made these like non-bread pizzas, which I think I told you about. You, I was telling you and Harry about the other day, actually. Uh, you know, fairly simple dinner. Elena didn't want to do any more cooking and we didn't want to order out or anything like that. So fairly simple. Um, and Gordon normally loves it and he didn't want to eat it. He was saying his mouth was hurting. So then Elena was like, oh, let's do an experiment because she had made a tiramisu Um, over the weekend so she gave him some of that he ate that all up earlier or before the pizza Um, he was then saying his the tea that i made for him was hurting his throat well i was like okay i mean that kind of makes sense it's hot but it should also be soothing um he said the water was hurting him but then Lena gave him uh, a potato chip because she wants to do an experiment like is this kid just playing around at this point uh and the potato chip didn't hurt his throat uh pretzel sticks didn't hurt his throat um, uh oh. Uh oh. Apple sauce applesauce didn't hurt his throat, but the pizza hurt his throat, water hurt his throat, everything else hurt his throat. So the kid didn't eat dinner tonight. Um I don't know. I don't know. She wasn't she wasn't particularly convinced 'cause but I was like, I mean, he's not is he waking up in the middle of the night freaking out, like he's screaming like that? As like not, you know. Yes, I think what she's – what her thinking is, yes, something hurts, but he's kind of milking it. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, okay. When he, he told me as I was brushing his teeth tonight that it it doesn't hurt when he eats snacks and treats, but it hurts when he eats food and, and meals. Um, his idea of like what food is is just a meal. Um, he he loves snacks and he loves treats. He does not like meals um, because snacks and treats are, are usually fun um so he he was like yeah i can eat those but i can't i can't can't eat food i was like "Uh uh-huh all right gordon all right all right bud so i but i'm not taking him to the er that's for sure but um i'm hoping to get him into the into the doctors and hopefully we can get some type of answer to see if if there is some type of thing going on his throat or like i don't know just one of those million different phases that children have where yes there there may very well be real pain but it's also nothing of significance either
1: man man gordon's gordon's dealing with something like you said you don't know if it's real or not you hope it's nothing serious you know you almost i mean Mm -hmm. as annoying as it is you almost hope it's nothing you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah you never want it to actually be something um so you also don't
1: want to spend thousands of dollars to figure that out you know
0: no 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 for sure um But yeah, uh, overall the weekend was really good. Like it was really, it was really nice uh, having Gordon and Zuri spend some time together. Um, A lot of times when we see Mo, we we see him with uh, with Zane also, who is his older son. Uh, Zane is thirteen, turning fourteen in March. And Zane's like really, really good with kids. He's really good with Gordon. He, even when Gordon was oh, wow, like two, awesome. like the the first time uh, Zane met Gordon, when when Gordon was still like was he on? Un- he was under one at the time, I think. Yeah, something like that. I think he was under one. He was always really good with him then. He was playing with him. And to this day, like, you know, when Gordon was two, when he was three, when he was four, we'd see them. Uh, Zane was always playing with him, running around like, oh, come chase me. And Gordon was all about it. And we saw a lot of that, actually. I saw a lot of that with uh, with, with Mo, in fact, today. But with Zuri, they played a lot together. And it was cool because, like, she's older. She speaks she, she she's like she's fully capable like the the year difference is not a factor um at this point and so okay uh it was really nice for them to to spend some time with each other i also think part of gordon's deal today was he was sad that they left um so he was a bit lethargic again this afternoon, but I think it had less to do with, with whatever pain he's feeling, and actually more to do with that he's just sad that it's a lonely and sad house again. Well, not, not like a sad like I don't mean like that, but lonely and mean, like it's, quiet just less house, energy a relatively house. quiet house. Yeah, like we came upstairs, and I was telling Lane that like, there was a feeling when we were kids. I used to refer to this as the Sunday feeling, like you know the end of the weekend time to go back to school and back to real life. And especially when, when guests who are visiting us for a period of time leave, I, I feel that, uh, that I feel that as an adult today, like that same type of feeling. Um, next week, we might be having um, a, an old family friend also from Indianapolis uh, visiting us with their two daughters. Um, so I I'm hoping that they come. I'm not like la- they were supposed to come before Christmas, and they ha- they couldn't because their daughter was actually trying to nighttime potty train, and they didn't want to have any accidents. Um, so we we postponed until now. So hopefully there are no issues, and, and they visit. Uh, I, I know Gordon would love it again, but we'll we'll certainly be feeling that Sunday feeling again when they do leave. <laughs> so mm. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's cool. It's it's really nice to give Gordon experiences beyond like give Gordon experiences that I remember loving as a child. I loved spending time with people my age and just running around playing and it was it's always so sad. It's always devastating when when it ends, but damn, there's some great memories.
1: Yeah, like, I think it's always really cool to hear that you're trying to give Gordon the best of what you had experienced mm-hmm so that's that's yeah. really nice sort of like you know paying it forward in a way
0: yeah yeah exactly um so yeah nice. that was that was largely our weekend anything on your end
1: i mean we are three weeks away from carolyn's due date so yeah what's we the date are again, not specifically doing too much sorry
0: what's this what's the due date specifically 21st 21st okay okay
1: and so, you know, we're not trying to do too much, I'd say, uh, but it's been, um, this weekend for me, just like running a lot of errands, uh, we recently, this, it's so funny, uh, you know how we recently got our uh, our closets redone? Yes. Well, with all the baby stuff, I have been nerding out about essentially just nesting and trying to figure out like all the stuff that we need to get to make sure that it's places P- P- as prepared time. as it can be. Yeah, yeah. Even though I have no context of what we need. And so I had recently, there was a big sale at the container store. Mm -hmm. And because we had spent thousands of dollars getting our closets redone, I'm like part of like the highest tier. and so I still have like um, discounts and all that stuff. And so I went to go return. So like, uh, well, first of all, I had bought this over the door storage system. So it's essentially like this uh, metal rod or metal spine and you, you hook bins onto the back of a door, you know, just so that you have a whole storage system on the back of your door.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. I originally didn't want to nail anything into the door or drill anything into the door. Um, but what had happened was I essentially, oh, okay. well, I essentially just bought the wrong like over the door hook. Or like uh, sort of like, um, what's it called? I don't know what's it's called. It's like some sort of a uh, thing that you put on the top and bottom of your door so that this like rod thing can just sit on it, as opposed to drilling in. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah, it does. Yeah, and so what I realized was the width that I had bought a residential door. It was certainly tall enough at seven feet, but mm-hmm. it wasn't wide enough. The residential door width that this thing came with was one and three-eighths inch, and I needed to buy the commercial width door, which is one and three-quarters inch. Really? So I ended up just having to drill into the door, which is fine. It's not a big deal. Um, Yeah. And then I I also bought more hangers because Carolyn, like we have a lot of normal clothes hangers, but we don't have a lot of blouse hangers. You know the difference between blouse hangers and regular hangers?
0: I don't know if I actually know. That. I'm sure I have them, and uh, let me yeah. Google this. But sure tell you know. me, tell me why I look this up.
1: Uh, blouse hangers have the notch on each side, uh, okay. so that uh, women's clothing with straps can sit a little bit more snugly. And it also a- has the grips on the top for their type of clothing. So because it's a softer material, it tends to just like fall off hangers a little bit more easily. Yeah. So if yeah, you get yeah. blouse hangers, it's just like it's it's better designed for women's clothing.
0: Okay, that's exactly what I would have um, guessed. Perfect.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, just bought a couple of those. We also picked up, because my parents are coming up uh, to celebrate Chinese New Year in two weeks. And so, we, we uh, there's been a lot of, like, Lunar New Year acceptance, I'll say, from a lot of big brands. And so, Target has, like, a really big uh, Lunar New Year sort of uh, collection. A lot of Mm -hmm. it's pretty cheap stuff, but it's just like, oh, it's really cool to have like some kind of kitschy Lunar New Year how-home decorations. So I bought a couple of those to try and make the home a little bit more festive when my parents make the effort to drive up. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, Carolyn's going to be like two weeks from delivering and we don't really want her to be in a three-hour car ride. (laughs) Delivering on the side of the road of... uh, Nah, nah, nah.
0: Definitely don't want Um, that. I told Lane, I was like, "You're you're you're not delivering... You're not delivering a baby in our car because at that time Almost, they were I'm, like, a, I'm
1: gonna give you a slack call. Hey, I'm gonna <laughs> exit four. You'll never believe what's going on.
0: There were there were like two or three videos that were that went viral at that period of time where where people had babies in their cars. Uh, there was a dude who was like super calmly they were stuck in traffic super calmly in the driver's seat talking his wife through it and like trying to like give a hand while they while she literally, literally delivered her own baby. In the driver, in the in the passenger seat of the car, there was another person. I think it was like an Uber, and they uh, they had a baby in the back of it. The person was yeah, also no, super I'm okay.
1: cool. I'm okay without that experience. Yeah, uh, surprisingly enough. Say. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't say. So, uh, so yeah, they're they're coming up to celebrate Chinese New Year. My sister and her husband were like down the block, a mile away. They're they're coming up, um, and then. Uh, today, uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, she ran a half marathon in this crazy weather. I don't know where how it was by you, but it was basically like a touch above freezing, and it was raining. Uh, oh yes, a half marathon.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: And so, uh, nor- normally, I was going to start running because I'm I'm getting kind of soft. Uh, I haven't run since November. I haven't worked out really since November. I've done one peloton ride in this time and i'm like you know what i'm getting i'm eating like i'm training but i'm not training and i'm not trying to get that dad bod yet mm-hmm. and so i uh i need to start running but it's just also really hard when i'm so busy at work basically i'm just giving you a, a shit ton of excuses uh and so i also realized that today was like it's not smart to start a run when it's freezing rain out and catching a cold right before the baby's coming uh that would just be like trying to invite a lot of bad energy and bad germs into the home and so i was like you know what i'll start tomorrow and if anything i'm just gonna build up the discipline to go to bed early and uh like wake up early so that i can maybe just get like you know just build the tolerance back up of maybe not starting at a starting at 100 but maybe you know, just getting a little workout and then slowly working up my uh, my endurance, you know? Yeah. And so well, we'll see. We'll see. But today, you know, I uh, I went over to her place, met up with her and her boyfriend uh, I um, because she was the only one that was going to run. We had another friend that's a running partner of mine, but she's already caught the cold. And so she decided not to meet up with us, uh, which I, we all really appreciate um and I, I ended up actually before I went over to her place you know I took the bus and I took the, the bus to the subway because uh, in New York crosstown buses are the best way to get across town uh, that's why they call the crosstown bus uh, well I don't know if they're called the crosstown bus I think they're <laughs> colloquially called uh, the, the crosstown bus but you take the bus cross town, like, across Central Park, and then you take the train up, and then I basically ran into a Dunkin' Donuts to grab a dozen donuts as, like, a celebratory. Like, you know, don't show up to a home empty-handed, but also you just ran a half marathon. So, you know, carbs. And, you know, when I got there, she, had, she and her boyfriend had picked up bagels, and so we did bagels and coffee and donuts. Like, it was, like, the perfect sort of, like, post-run. Let's just all relax and just eat stuff. And I got to hang out with them for about... I'll say three hours. Carolyn was, you know, I told Carolyn that like, as much as, you know, as nice as it would have been for her to come through, it's also just like, if you want to sleep, by all means do that. And so I got a text from her at around like, I want to say, uh, maybe noon that she had woken up. And then I texted her at like two o'clock when I was uh, coming home. And uh, she didn't respond. And when I get home, it's like, oh, she's sleepy again. So she basically was up for an hour today and then slept. I took a big nap from maybe noon uh, to five. And I woke her up because I was like, hey, I think you should wake up so I can make dinner. And then she ate dinner, watched both football games with me. And then she went to bed okay let's get into football dude i'm glad you
0: yeah, yeah you did it's cool that she was so committed that she was so committed that she she stayed up to watch the games yeah. well she was
1: very excited to see taylor swift uh, for, uh, uh okay of course of yeah. course of course hey it yeah. works whatever hey whatever it takes you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. um if, if, if she's if this is bec- if if taylor swift <laughs> is going to be the reason why she watches football like <laughs> that's all fine by, by me by, by yeah me. Yeah. Um, and she got really excited the uh, when they were presenting the trophy, the AFC West Champions Trophy, and she saw that uh, what's it called? They were like kissing on the in the field in celebration. I was like, Oh, oh really? It's amazing. Yeah. So she had a good time, but she went to bed, and so you know that's the end of the uh, that's the end of the weekend. But you know, to your point, like work has been so busy because we just hired. Like I'm 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 finally managing someone. Uh, at my job and they're young they're junior but they're doing a good job uh but you know because of their seniority uh they can't be expected i don't expect her to work as fast as i do or to be able to take on as much as i do in the same amount of time but i also know that i need to get more work done in a shorter amount of time because i don't want to saddle her with like coverage that she just won't be able to do and I right. want to make sure that all the teams that I support, because I support basically all the teams in my company right now. I just want to make sure that everyone sort of got what they need. You know what I mean? And yeah. so before I go on, uh, before I go on pat leave for two weeks, it's like, all right, I just want to make sure that we've all got what we need. Yeah. So yeah, that's really just like the, uh, the, the long and short of it really. Um, but it's a, uh, you know, it'll work out. It'll work out. I'm not too stressed about it, but it's just like one of those things where my days are really busy. I'm working quite late, but you know, it's the, uh, I understand why and it's all for a good cause. And then once paternity leave hits, like I'm, I'm basically out of pocket for two weeks. Uh, right. so like, you're not going to be able to reach me and that'll be one of the rare instances in my career where I've been like, you know what? Like, there's nothing more important than, like, you know, being here with my wife when, like, her newborn is days old. And I'm exactly. not going to be fielding any emails from, from work. It's just, like, you you missed me with that.
0: Yep. Yep. Exactly.
1: And so, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's exciting. Um, we have a couple of things that we still want to get done, but nothing that, like, you know, I say this, like, you know, just being really uh, naive, potentially, to all the actual, you know, parents out there. that are like, oh, this guy doesn't know anything. But... I'm also just thinking like, you know what? It could be worse and it's not that, you know, things will work out and I don't really need to stress out too much. You know, everyone's like, this, I'm, this is not a like, completely alien thing. People have done it before and we'll just uh, like, I, I got to I gotta say all this for my benefit so that I don't overstress. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you're never going to be able to have everything perfect. When the baby does eventually come, but yeah, you just do the best you can. Nothing's ever going to go according to plan. You have to be willing to accept that and and be willing to just make those audibles, and you'll be all right. I mean, you're going to be you'll be all right regardless. Um, But it'll just take it, it takes some getting used to. I mean, it's it's really like i think i can't remember if i told you this but it was really surprising to me just like <laughs> i remember the first one when, when we first had gordon and we're in the hospital and yeah. i think i think that the nurses changed his first diaper maybe even the second one and like i didn't know how to change a diaper <laughs> I, i've i never put a diaper on a being before maybe I'm not, not. you know like we we did some like um we did some like uh parenting courses you know preparing to be parents courses at like local hospitals and stuff so maybe we did it at that point so i had some you know a little bit of exposure but like that's like super like very very little exposure and so i just remember like our first night with gordon and i'm like y'all just gonna leave us in here by ourselves like you you know we don't, we don't know what we're doing right like is this a good are you sure this is a good idea <laughs> and and, that's- and then like uh when we when we left it was similar it's like oh like, yeah, it's just us now. We we got this, it's just us. We don't have any, any more. Yeah, they let you go they're, early out of the hospital. They're, they're like, oh, you guys can go home. Yeah, it's like, yeah. wait, what now? Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, uh, you know, it's just the two of you. It was like, okay, but like, you know, it was nice when, like, if we needed something, they were right outside. Uh, granted, We didn't want to be there. Like, that wasn't the plan. Our plan was not supposed to be having, was not supposed to, we weren't supposed to have the baby in the hospital. In fact, you know, he was, he was born at home uh, on our bed and then we had to go to the hospital. We were supposed to be going to a birthing center. Um, But so anyway, they, um, Lane wasn't happy that we had to spend two nights there. Um, But despite that, it was like, oh, there are no more people outside of our door anymore. Like, you're going to just let us go. We're going to, we're, we're. We, we gotta t- we're gonna, are you sure we're, we're ready to do this like it's uh you know it's it's just when it, when it's here it's just here and uh yeah it's, it's wild it's crazy how fast it goes too but every, everyone yeah, says like, that everyone says that but like when when you really get several years into it when you're, when you're f- Gordon's four and a half it's like yeah. wow
1: it's crazy dude that Gordon is four and a half
0: my guy's starting kindergarten in September.
1: I, I mean, I, he's a he's a big boy now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he really is. He really is.
1: It's <sighs> real, dude. Yeah. Anyways, that's really it for me. Um, I got one or two more weeks, I'd say, of like trying to meet up with people and like you know, just getting some time in with with folks that you know you probably won't. You you, you know, you don't want to say you probably won't see, but I mean, let's be realistic. You probably won't see most people in the first couple of days. Uh, Yeah. No, absolutely. The first couple of weeks outside of immediate family. And so Mm -hmm. just trying to get the quality time with folks while we still can.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, If that's it, you want to get out of here?
0: Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Rezo.
1: I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See everyone next week.